Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Good Life Project is sponsored by LinkedIn Ads. So as a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long, and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. So isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn Ads empowers marketers with solutions tailored for B2B. Imagine having direct access to a billion professionals, including 180 million senior executives and 10 million C-level leaders, with LinkedIn's powerful targeting tools built for B2B, you can drive serious results. LinkedIn ads generated two to five times higher return on ad spend than other social platforms in the technology space. We've actually tapped the power of LinkedIn ads a number of times ourselves, and the campaigns have been really successful. If you're ready to revolutionize your B2B marketing, try LinkedIn ads with a $100 credit on your next campaign. Terms and conditions apply. Go to linkedin.com slash goodlifeproject to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goodlifeproject or just click the link in the show notes. Terms and conditions apply. It's interesting. There's this concept in business. It's called closing the books and it makes a lot of sense. And it came up in a conversation that I was having with somebody who was a participant in the 2015 Good Life Project Immersion Program, which is this sort of seven-month intensive accelerated personal and business growth training. We just had about an hour-long phone call a couple of days ago, and it, it brought this thing sailing back to me. And during that call, she basically took the hour to, she wanted to kind of walk through, she wanted to do this process with me where... We started out with the first moment that we met, dove deep into an intensive retreat in Costa Rica, and then time together in Chicago, and then time at camp. And at each juncture along the way, what she wanted to do was kind of like explore with me and say, hey, listen, this is how I experienced it. These were the things where there were big surprises and big shifts in expectation. Here's where there were amazing awakenings. Here's where I had to let go. And here's where I really struggled and where there were challenges. And here's how, you know, I moved forward and brought what I learned into the next experience. And then she would move to the next one and the next where, and at the end of that conversation, she said, you know, I I really just kind of wanted to walk through this with you and share the experience with you. And, and in my mind, kind of close the books on this. And I started to giggle and she's kind of like, what's going on? I said, you know, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because... I had been planning on actually creating just a a final Good Life Project riff called Closing the Books. So it's funny that you actually just walked me through this process and then used that exact phrase. And if you've never heard the phrase before, it actually comes out of the business world. And it's an accounting phrase originally. And it's basically what you do at the end of every year in business or even in your personal accounting is that you kind of look back over the course of the year and you ask a series of questions. You know, you say, okay, you know, let me look at the expense side of the equation, the debit side of my my books and my finances, my accounting, and 
what's all the what are all the things that I spent money on? What are the what, where's the money? Where's the expense? The things that went out and and were they intelligent? And you know, would I repeat them? And there are are there things that I need to change? Are there things where I felt really good about it? And then are there things where there's a lot of wasted money? Are there recurring expenses that I need to stop? You know. From a business standpoint, it's pretty clear. From a personal, sometimes we get muddled. So, you know, if you were running a business and you were paying for the gym memberships of your employees um, and you realize that after January, none of your employees had attended the gym, it'd be pretty clear that, you know, you would stop paying for that. But on a personal basis, we end up doing that all the time and never just looking back and analyzing and saying, huh. Uh, that really isn't working. I either need to start attending or I need to actually stop paying. And then you look at the contribution side of the equation. So we look at the expenses and then we look at, okay, what came into our finances, our bank account, our business account? Like what were the inputs, the revenue sources, the income? What were the things that worked really well and served us and helped us grow and fueled us? And then even, you know, reconciling the two of those, you look back and say, okay, you know, where are there things that I actually, I can't really figure out. I've never spent the time to actually figure out whether it was filling uh, or emptying. And let me just take a moment now and really suss it out. Let me make a short list of the things that happened over the last year where, um, you know, they were, I, I really just haven't looked at the numbers well enough and there are aberrations. Like there are, you know, we can't reconcile two numbers and see if I can actually figure out what happened and reconcile them. And and then what can I learn from looking back at this entire year? What are the, the big things that I've discovered? How can I adapt and use that information, that data to plan and create something better in the year to come? And then at the end of this process, when you've kind of looked back, you say, you know what, I've learned what I need to learn. I've reconciled what I'm capable of reconciling at this moment in time. I've taken whatever I can learn and, you know, I've packaged it in a way where I can apply it moving forward. And you literally close the books on the year. And it came from, you know, back in the days where you would literally have a physical ledger book. And at the end of the year, you would do all of that work and just close the books, literally close the books on the year. And it's not like you, that year didn't happen. It's not like you forget about it, but you make a decision that you've done what you need to do to process it. And it will inform you and, you know, how you invest moving forward, but there's nothing left to be done. So you close the books and you move forward. You let it go. You just let it go because staying with that, keeping the books open serves no constructive purpose any longer. So my question is, what if you actually did this with your life, not just your finances, not just with your business? You know, I got, got into the habit for a number of years of writing a year-end article or post, a reflection where I would essentially do this and I would look back and see what worked, what didn't work, what can I learn from it, how can I adapt, and then I would sort of, you know, project this is how I want to uh, grow things moving forward. And in fact, the one that I wrote in January of 2012, which was a reflection on the prior year, ended up turning into a nearly 40-page Warren Buffett-style annual report that birthed this very project, Good Life Project. But what I realized is that I missed this last step. I've missed this last step. And that was the step of closing the books on the year that just unfolded in my personal life. And I think maybe because uh, I didn't feel like I had everything reconciled, maybe because I just didn't put in the effort to look back and say, okay, you know, looking back on the year that's just unfolded, 
what were the debits to my personal life account? What were the things that emptied it out? That you know, the, what was the outflow? Was it intelligent? Did it make sense? Did it in somehow serve as an investment? You know, that it could be time, love, effort, energy spent with different people, with different projects, with different ideas and resources. For the ones that, you know, I'm feeling really weren't worth it, you know, what can I learn moving forward? And how can I cut off the things that I'm continuing to invest in that just aren't serving any legit purpose? And know that moving forward, I won't continue to do that. And then what were the things that filled my personal life account? You know, what were the things that contributed meaningfully to it and to the world and, and the relationships and the activities and the ventures, the things that actually filled me up and left me better than I was before? And how did those happen? You know, without, with whatever level of control I had over them, can I see if I can learn from how to make them happen more often or more deeply so that more of my life can be filling rather than emptying? And then where are the gaps? You know, what are the moments where um, there are debits and increases where I just don't understand what happened? And can I spend a little bit of time and see if I can reconcile? You know, can I reconcile so that I'm at peace? I feel like I've learned what I need to learn from whatever that moment was and I can move forward from it and then turn forward and say, okay, how will I apply this moving forward? Then there's this final big step, which is, okay, I've learned what I've needed to learn, what I can learn, what I'm capable of learning at this moment in time. I've reconciled what I'm capable of reconciling at this moment in time. I've adapted, I've thought about how I'm going to apply whatever I've learned moving forward to create um, something better, to create something that's more flourishing, more filling, more thriving moving forward. And now... I do what I would have done with my business or my accounting or my financial books, which is I close the books on the year that's just left me. And again, that doesn't mean that you pretend it didn't happen. It doesn't mean that it's not a part of your history or that it won't inform in profound ways the way you live your life and the decisions you make, the actions you take moving forward. What it means is you've learned what you've, you're capable of learning. You've reconciled what you're capable of reconciling. And there's no further purpose. There's no constructive value in continuing to dwell in that place. So you close the books. You close the books. You let it go. And you look forward. And you turn the page. You open the cover. And you flip to the first page of that new year. And you start to write and you think, okay, I'm leaving behind. I'm informed by, but letting go of the year that just left me. I've closed the books and now I'm about to write the story of 2016, the year to come. And I know that dwelling on anything in a book that's now closed, where the, the words have been written, the actions have been taken, the learning has been done, there is no constructive purpose in going back to that. I'm opening a new book. I'm writing a new story. How can I make it as astonishing as possible? So as we wrap this up, I want to plant that seed with you and invite you to just find a space of stillness, whether it's walking in the woods for you know an hour or two, whether it's just finding a quiet place where you can flip open a journal and, and do the process in writing. Whatever your you know the MO that works for you is, take a little bit of time and look back. And ask these questions, you know, what, what are the relationships and activities that have emptied my sort of account? What are the ones that have filled it? What are the ones that I just don't understand? And is there, how can I reconcile 
anything that I'm not quite clear about, whether it was filling or emptying. How can I learn? What have I learned? What can I learn? Write it all down or just really think deeply through it if that's your way to process. And then once you feel like you've hit a point where you feel like, you know what, I've learned what I'm capable of learning right now. I've reconciled what I'm capable of reconciling right now. I've thought about how I'm, you know, the major lessons and how I choose to apply them in writing the book for the year that's to unfold. Then literally almost like close your eyes and picture I'm closing the books on the year behind me and I'm opening the cover and the first page of the book of the year to come. So explore that a little bit. And as we close the books on this year, I just want to offer so much gratitude to you for for listening, for being a part of the Good Life Project community. And it's been such a blessing being able to have these conversations, to share conversations with amazing people with you. And I hope that you found them valuable. I hope that I hope that listening in and being part of our community has been on the filling side of your life and the year that we're leaving behind and will continue to be a growing part of your life on the nourishing side in the year that we're about to move into. Wishing you a wonderful year to come, one filled with meaningful contribution, one filled with deepening love and relationships, and one filled with abundant vitality and grace and ease. Thank you so much for being a part of our tribe. Wishing you an incredible year to come. I'm Jonathan Fields, signing off for Good Life Project. Good Life Project is sponsored by Lexus GX. So have you ever owned something that inspired you to just up your game? For me, it was this high-end mountain bike. I love the ultralight frame, the suspension, the precision gearing, and I realized it deserved to be ridden to its full potential. So I started training harder so I could experience the joy it could give back to me. And it paid off. That bike helped me discover just new levels of performance and straight up joy. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Imagine tackling rugged landscapes with the available 33-inch all-terrain tires and multi-terrain select, then unwinding with the available front row massaging seats. This is a vehicle that inspires you to go further to live up to its full potential. So why settle? Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.